This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And it's seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Happy Tuesday. Monday is over. Let us celebrate. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Wow, I, I did not realize until I heard Don Morgan reporting on this that today marks the 30th anniversary of the ATF surrounding uh, Mount Carmel uh, in Waco, the uh, Branch Davidian complex, where for the next 51 days, There'd be this really weird standoff uh, that ultimately ended uh, ended in fire and death. And I, you know, wow, thirty, wow, thirty years. Phew, what have I been doing? <laughs> wow, I said, damn, that was a quick damn thirty years. Um, you know, I, I, it's Waco is one of those things that I've read a lot. Uh, I, I went through a period of time where I read, a, did a lot of reading on that. Obviously, I was watching it happen. Uh, I was just a few years into my... Actually, when that happened, uh, I had gotten out of radio. I, I got into radio in 89, and I uh, worked at a local station in, in Maryland on the Eastern Shore for several years, and I got out of radio for about three years, lived in Delaware, which made me nuts, and I came back to Maryland, and I got back into radio. Right about the time I was getting back into radio is when Waco happened. Uh... And I, I'll, you know, say it now, and I've been saying it for 30 years, and ultimately, as far as the deaths of the people in that compound, I largely blame uh, David Koresh, who, you know, was a cult leader and was very good at being a cult leader, uh, doing cult leader stuff, which is abusing people and oppressing people, really. And ultimately, those deaths of the uh, adults and certainly the children are on his shoulders wherever the hell he is now in in the universe. But, yeah, as far as an example of a real botched operation on 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 the part of the ATF, you know, and how they went about that is just to this day mind boggling to me. Koresh routinely went into town you know they could have just they, they could have picked that guy up a thousand different times taken him in and you know it's it, it when they got to the point where they had the what the what the hell were those the, the big equipment that had the uh they were like cranes that they'd affix some kind of hooks or whatever battering rams to and they're busting down the walls it was just weird man but 30 years out from Waco, it's kind of weird when you when you think about it from this level and that, you know, you and I, I'm in my, well, I guess now late, I'm 56, so mid to late 50s. And, you know, if you're uh, Gen X, that's probably where you are, roughly about there. And we've had, in, in our time as adults, we've had moments that were what I call big history. Like Waco was one of those moments where you're like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Never seen anything like this before. Uh, and that was after the other thing that we'd never seen before, which was the Gulf War, as far as our generation. And and you, you just move through it. Then you get to 9-11, and you're like, 9-11, wow, that really blew a few circuits in my head. You know, I'm like, I'm never, this is the craziest crap I'm ever going to see. I cannot believe what is happening on planet Earth. And here we are, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, here we are. And, uh, you know, you look at what we've all been dealing with over the past, let's say five years. And wow, <laughs> you know, we, we, 
you know, we, we uh, going through all these other moments, uh, you know, we, we didn't see what was coming uh, and where we are now. We're, 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 we're on the tail end of a global pandemic, which we are now learning more and more about. Uh, yesterday, we learned uh, through John Kirby, who takes over when uh, Jean Karine Clouseau is just really looking stupid. So then John Kirby's got to roll in on the touchier subjects. And as we find out, let's see, the Energy Department and the FBI now agree, they concur, that uh, the pandemic, the the COVID virus came out uh, one way or the other from the lab in Wuhan. Yes? Uh, we, uh, that was, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the Energy Department uh, put that stuff out there. And uh, and now uh, you know we're 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 looking at uh, additional information uh, from the NIH, right? The National Institutes of Health. These are these are Fauci's guys, right? Saying that oh yeah, um, we we did fund gain of function research uh, at the Wuhan lab. In other words, you and I paid for the pandemic that ruined all our lives and killed about a million Americans or however many million people. I don't know lost track of the numbers we we got the bar tab on that apparently and we found out from john kirby yesterday who is a soulless piece of crap who lies as effortlessly as i've ever seen anyone lie uh said yesterday uh yeah joe biden uh, the biden administration still supports gain of function research hey it's important research how are we supposed to uh, fight the pandemics that we create if we don't create the pandemics that we fight? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha, champ. Uh, so, you know, I mean, we uh, global pandemic, uh, riots and weirdness and fires in the streets, breakdown of society. We got uh, no border on this, uh, at the southern edge of our of our country and we got uh, people dying every single day of fentanyl these are weird weird times i mean you're not really being a jerk if you start slinging around the word biblical okay you're really not you're you're just kind of being observant at this point and uh it's we're just in a crazy crazy moment and uh that's what we're talking about doing zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five and but you know the real well, you, the the one thing you can say about Joe Biden and Trey and I my brother Trey and I had to agree on this is that as long as Biden's in the office prepping a radio show is pretty easy doings i mean it's it's you know you, you just wait for whatever the guy's going to say next and uh it's black history month and Joe Biden is, uh, they're having an event to celebrate, right, James, Black History Month. And let's just play those audio, that audio real quick. This is Joe Biden, first off. And by the way, you know, I'm not, I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. God, I know where the power is. I know where the power, you think I'm joking. Yeah, we do. I learned a long time ago about the Divine Nine. The Divine Nine. He's, he, in other words, he's 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 acknowledging that white people suck and we're guilty and we're stupid. But then he's trying to shine up his black credentials by bringing up the Divine Nine. Do you know who the Divine Nine are? The Divine Nine is an association of black sororities and black fraternities. It's like a council uh, with representatives from all these fraternities and sororities. Uh, and I guess they get together and talk about stuff and, you know, uh, how to make a better beer bong. I don't know. I, I don't know what people in fraternities and sororities talk about. Uh, so he's trying to show you, like, look at all in touch with the black community I am because I know who the divine nine are. Not a joke, pal. Not a joke. I never miss good times. Not an episode, pal. Not a joke. But what do I know? I'm just a jive-ass stupid cracker. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, you know, we'll take a break, and then we'll get into the, you know, stupid white people thing here. 21059, you know, it's going to be a fun show one way or the other. I'm going to be talking like a redneck, 
throughout most of it. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. 22 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I may just be a white guy, but I'm, I ain't stupid. I ain't stupid like I ain't no dumb cracker. It's your president, man. Uh, the phone lines are open if you got anything. 210-599-5555. Oh, and, you know, I, I look, I, I, the one thing about actors, let me just say this, because I do a little acting here and there. I know, James, you've done some acting. And uh, uh, some actors, you know, especially the, the higher up the food chain you go, a person can be a brilliant freaking actor and be dumb as a fence post when it comes to political affairs and world issues. Case in point, Brian Cranston. Oh, no. Breaking Bad is, without a doubt, one of the finest pieces of acting I've ever seen. And, and just write the whole series. I mean, you saw the letter Sir Anthony Hopkins wrote to him. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. About his acting and craft and skills. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins sat and binge-watched Breaking Bad one weekend and sent Cranston a note saying, that's the finest example of acting I've ever seen. So I'm not taking one molecule away from Brian Cranston's acting ability. Can't do it. He's legit. But he's he's in an interview. Uh, where the hell is he? Um, I don't know. He's he's talking on somebody. CNN. He's on CNN of all places. And he starts talking about MAGA. He says, when I see the Make, make America Great Again, my comment is, do you accept that, the, that that could possibly be construed as a racist remark? And most people, a lot of people go, how could that be racist? Make America great again. Just ask yourself from an African-American experience, when was it ever great in America for the African-American? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the election of Barack Obama as president? Brian Cranston, when was it great, Jesse? Jesse, focus. When was it great? Uh, you know, and, I, and it's like Biden and uh, well, I may be, you know, a white guy, but I ain't stupid. I'm just the, the whole. I'm just the whole anti. Let's just face it. White people are guilty, and we suck. Okay, is that the, is that really the trip? Or the trip is that white people suck. We're inherently racist. We're guilty of all manner of crimes not committed actually by anybody on planet Earth right now. But you know, I'm I'm sure there were some Norwegian slave owners at some point. So I probably have the dark shadow of slavery hanging over my cracker ass. So you know, let's just. I'm just gonna start being that. I'm just gonna start. You know, I'm just going to start talking like a black guy, except I'm going to supplant the word black for white. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what you laughing at? What you laughing at my white ass now, are you, James? I just white is beautiful, baby. You know what's racist is if you have a hat that says, make America great again without minorities or people of color. That's <laughs> racist. <laughs> I don't know. I used to consider saying things like, I hate black people to be racist. You know what I mean? Now it's make America great. If you you could if if I said, you know, I I really could go for a ham damn sandwich. I like I'd like to get me a ham sandwich. You know, you could possibly construe that as racist. I don't know how, but you could. What you gonna use, Rama? White bread? Cause you all white and racist and whatnot, you know? I'm just gonna start talking like I'm gonna talk like a like a black guy from the nineteen seventies, except I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swap out the word black for white. If I'm the bad guy, I might as well be the bad guy. You know what I mean? After I get off the app, I'm going to take my white ass on down to the Circle K and get me a big old hot dog. I, sometimes they have at the Circle K, my white ass goes by there and I get me one of them Italian sausages. <laughs> you ever have an Italian sausage at Circle K? My white ass gets me a Italian because Italians is white like me. So I get me some, some chili and cheese and onions on my... On my hot dog, because and I'm a happy Caucasian. I'm just gonna start talking like that. You can call it a wop dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that was funny. It's a wop. You're terrible. Now, see, that's racist again, like all oh, Italian people. But you know, Italian, Norwegian, you can't tell our white asses apart because we all look the same. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna be bad, if I'm the, if I'm, you know, I'm serious. If if this is where, if it's really about white, he just has it coming, right? And it's not really social justice, it's social revenge. So just go all out, man. Just go all out. Let, let's just segregate. Let's do that. Let's put white, let's put the crackers on a different bus. 
Make him sit at the back. You know, I mean, I'm, why not? Just go for it. Because that's what this is really about. This is really, it's really not about improving race. It's not about being an ally or any of that happy crap. It's, you know, because what Martin Luther King, I know you're, you're tired of white people saying this. I know. I know you're sick and tired of, like, you know, the white people, the crackers, bring it up, Martin Luther King. But he did say a lot of stuff about that whole, you know, getting past all this skin color stuff. Content. I know I'm a white guy saying this. I shouldn't be saying it. Content of character and all that. But here's here's the dealio. Okay, when it comes to you know making estimations of people based upon the content of their character, well, God, that just requires so much work. You know what I mean? It's that's just a lot. You you're, you know, it's the, the skin color thing is so is so much easier. Plus, it gives me somebody to hate. You know what I mean? So yeah, white people are hor- We're just all racist. We just God. We just we hate anybody who's not like us. You know, mega mega mega. <laughs> Oh, you didn't get the memo. Mago is co- MAGA is code for I hate black people. That's exactly what it is. You didn't get the message? You know, it's just it's all so pathetic and stupid. Racism is stupid. <laughs> I've been saying this for a long time. You know why? Because it's true. Racism is just stupid. And I don't care if you're a white dude who hates black people or a black guy who hates white people. You're being stupid. And you can't codify it and and make it into something that in, in involves justice. You can wish that happy crap all you want, but there's nothing just about this whole race trip in America right now. 210-599-5555. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's uh, 939 on the Sean Show. And the phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We spend a lot of time talking about the dangers of artificial intelligence, which is a... You know, it's a good conversation to have. Uh, I I don't know if you've picked up on this. I, I brought this up earlier... Uh, but I, first off, I, I'm, I'm noticing more and more that just having a conversation with my wife in the living room and then whatever the hell we're talking about starts showing up on my Facebook feed because the damn phones are freaking listening. Uh, we had a story we talked about last week of these new AI search engines. I think this one was Bing or something that Microsoft rolled out and it's an AI program so you interact with it and we had uh, some of the early trials the the ai program started getting snotty and threatening we're the genie's out of the bottle i mean and i i I, and i'm I'm not gonna get all doom and gloom here because i got a i got a funny twist on this thing here but I, I've, I've noticed just on my phone and when I'm online and on the computer that the self-correcting stuff is really getting out, out of hand. You, you can't turn it off anymore. Have you noticed that? Swapping out more. I have to look at what I write like three and four times just to make sure I've, it's what I actually intended to write because the damn computer keeps tossing in words and emojis. Um, you know, there, they, we and I, I was going off the other day about this uh, this ad I see on social media on Facebook for these programs that will write your blog for you. Trey had one that'll write a sermon for you. It's got to come a point where the computers can write better poems, better novels, create better music than human beings. I mean, it's it's because a computer and AI system. It, let's just use my England things and, and the poetry thing. Uh, a, an AI system can take. From all the poets that have ever gone before and their poems have ever been recorded and are online or, and are accessible by an AI program and combine all those elements into something fantastic and you would never know that a freaking toaster oven wrote it, you know? It's coming. Scary stuff and we got to really figure out who we're going to be in that new world. But I saw something yesterday that was so ridiculous and pathetic. Maybe you saw, this was cycling around on Facebook. 
And that's the only social media. I don't do Instagram, but this, I saw this on social media, and I'm like, no. The Chinese, uh, oddly enough, have uh, somebody uh, has invented or, or put together a thing that you plug into your phone. I haven't heard Don Morgan reporting on this, but this is a big story. Uh, it's a thing you plug into your phone, and it's a little box that has a pair of very human-like silicon lips. And what you do with this is, let's say I, I'm here in San Antonio. Let's say I got some side action in Zambia, okay? And you're in a really, really long-distance relationship. If you both have one of these uh, devices that has a mouth on it, they have little motors and little sensors. And when you're both using it, you kiss the silicon lips and the person who is operating the lips reacts by kissing their little pair of silicon lips and your the, the silicon robot lips are imitating what you're doing with your mouth. And yes, it's got a tongue. And it's just the weirdest. I mean, there are guys. Trey brought this up, and this is true. There are dudes out there who have married their sex dolls. And now you can kiss somebody on the other side of the earth. If you both got the lip app, okay? If you both have the suck face app, okay, from China, it's probably laced with fentanyl. I mean, is that, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's, I, I think whenever, and I know Don Morgan, I was going to try to pull him in on this. I know that, when, you know, the thing is about, about if, if, you, if you have to start having any kind of relationship with something that's made out of silicon, okay, you, you're probably going in the wrong direction. We're, we're already losing our interpersonal skills in general as a species, right? Because all our relationships are freaking online. Now, you know, you can actually lip lock with somebody who's not freaking there. This, I don't know why. This just None of this seems good. It, it really can't be that stupid that the Terminator uh, actually ends up being real. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, is this, is, it's really, we're really on that road. I mean, you, you see how freaking prescient people were who came up with these science fiction movies where the computers take over everything, but baby... The computers are going to take over everything. I mean, you go all the way back to Arthur C. Clarke. And Arthur C. Clarke envisioned computers getting rid of humans because they're, you know, they're pesky and annoying. Way back, I think he wrote that book, the first book in the 50s, when a computer, a single computer, uh, filled an entire freaking room. And this guy was able to see ahead in the future. Someday... If these damn things start thinking, bad stuff's going to happen. So let me ask you, would you ever uh, French kiss a computer? I'm just curious. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Donald. Donald, how you doing? I'm doing good, brother. I was I started laughing when I heard your comment of, uh, you know, if you have to have a relationship with something that has silicone parts. Technically, there's a lot of men out there that have been having relationship with silicon well but but (laughs) yeah you got me there but it's not i'm saying there's only silicon okay you know there's no actual biological female attached to the silicon at the time okay i mean yes if you if you if you seriously want to marry your sex doll yeah you know, maybe you should get maybe you should go Got see a issues. therapist. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yep. And don't think <laughs> I didn't think about it for about a week uh, in between marriages. I did. <laughs> but anyway, oh, all, right. Man. all right. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Well, in between marriages, I thought about a few things. You know what I mean? Like I can do whatever I want. You know, I mean, you know, contemplated that. Got me a catalog of Russian brides. I did. I subscribed to a Russian bride website for about a month until I realized I was spending half my paychecks on emails. 
that had to be then translated into, well, Ukrainian. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. These are important moments, and this is news. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. The SAG Awards were Sunday night. In other news, uh, a Vermont Christian school. <laughs> I didn't even know the damn SAG Awards were Sunday night. I, I had no idea. I didn't watch. Nobody. Did. Only like about a million people watched. Low, uh, once again, the lowest rated SAG Awards broadcast ever in its history, like all the other award shows. They're they're vying for the the smallest audience they can possibly get. Uh, had no idea, didn't watch it. Uh, the only the only story that came out of the SAG Awards, and then I'll talk about the we got some tranny news because a day without a tranny story is like a day without sunshine or a rainbow. Um, Mark Wahlberg, I, and I actually watched this movie over the weekend with my wife. I think I told you yesterday, uh, everything all at once, all the time, which has a predominantly, uh, Asian cast. Uh, in fact, short round from that Indiana Jones movie is in it. And he's won a bunch of awards and he should, he was, a good, it was a great, it was a really good movie. It was exhausting, but it was good. Really very good movie. And all the actors, Michelle Yao, they all had to show a real range of, of acting because they had to go through different versions of themselves, basically. Good movie. Very good movie. Uh, but they, but, but the, the cast won some big SAG award, mutual award. I can't remember what it was. And Mark Wahlberg uh, was the one presenting the award. Mark Wahlberg, who actually did fairly well last year with uh, with his father Stu, it was a faith based movie he did that got a lot of attention. And there's been a whole bunch of controversy over that because when Mark Marky Mark was 16 years of age, he beat up a couple of Vietnamese guys for whatever reasons. I don't know why. He was 16. It was over 30 years ago. This took place. He's, I don't know, He's if he's my age, I don't know how old the guy is. 51, 52, maybe a few years younger. Um, so now, instead of that whole thing being about this great movie and this great cast getting this great award, it's now about the anti-Asian-American hatred of Mark Wahlberg. And the hell it is. You know why they're pissed off? Because Mark Wahlberg is a white Christian guy. That's what they're upset about. <laughs> Hop on the outrage train. That's what it's all about. It's all about skin color. Um, I, this story is very is really kind of cool. Um, we have a Vermont Christian school, and they have a girls basketball team. It's Mid Vermont Christian School. Their team is called the Eagles, and they're in the state championship tournament, or state. They're 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 state champs, and they're I guess you know in the championship. I don't know anything about basketball, so whatever that means. And they're supposed to go up against, uh, let's see, the Long Trail Mountain Lions in the fourth game of the playoffs last Tuesday, a week ago. The Christian school dropped out of the game and gave up their place in the tournament because on the the team they were going to play, the Long Trail Mountain Lions, they have a trans dude on the team. And the team said, we withdrew from the tournament because we believe playing against an opponent opponent with a biological male jeopardizes the fairness of the game and the safety of our players. Allowing biological males to participate in women's sports sets a bad precedent for the future of women's sports in general. Uh, Vicky Fogg, who runs the school. Uh, you know what? Good on them. I, I, I hate that teams are being put in this position because i i'm sorry man this whole thing that 
if you're a dude and you just say you're a chick, you're suddenly magically an actual chick is a bunch of crap, man. And if you and, and Trey says, I'm not a big sports guy, but Trey is, and he says it. If if you're a dude, compete against other dudes, be somebody. But you know you have a biological advantage. That's why a lot of these creeps do this. Uh, they, they, they identify as women so they can compete against biological women in their sports. And they end up robbing these young ladies of their scholarships. And so this seems like, you know what? No, we're not going to do it. If, if you've got, if, if you got a dude on your team, we're not going to compete against you. And I hate to say that, in a sense, that's what a lot of folks in female sports have to do, women's sports, unfortunately. If they're going to push the issue and the league or whatever league you're playing for doesn't support you in this, it's time to stand up, start making some statements. But what do I know? I'm just a stupid white man. I'm just a stupid Caucasian man. I'm just a slow-moving, slow-moving honky cracker. That's all I am, just like the president. So I don't know. Maybe I just don't know what I'm saying. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. If you want to comment on any of this stuff, we'll take a little break of the news coming up, and then we'll talk some more on the Sean Show, News Talk 550, KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back six minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Hour number two on a Tuesday. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I want to circle back around. Can't believe I just said that. Uh, to the COVID thing, uh, we got kind of hung up on the president talking jive about, you know, being stupid and white and all that stuff. But uh, let's talk about this COVID thing and all the stuff that we're now having confirmed. And I want to see how you feel about it. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, in fact, uh, yesterday, there's Julie Heinrich, who is great. She's she, Her and Ducey, man, are just kicking ass covering the White House. And she asks Karine Jean Clouseau, Karine Jean Picard, or whatever the hell her name is, the black lesbian who is currently serving as our press secretary, uh, about the you know this this business that we're hearing that uh, you know uh, from the energy department and uh, in concurrence with the FBI that COVID escaped somehow from this lab in Wuhan, and the press secretary mumbles some nonsense about there's not a consensus on this. John Kirby, on the other hand, uh, comes out. And uh, John Kirby, who, by the way, is a DB, if you know what those letters mean. A lion DB. And uh, he says the president supports uh, gain-of-function research because, uh, as I said the first hour, how the hell do you how do you fight a pandemic unless you create a pandemic to fight, you know? But let's just kind of take the, 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 the info we have most definitely here, okay? So we're now, it's now confirmed. You, you and I have been saying this for a long time. I, I, when the pandemic first hit, February or whatever the hell that year was at this point, was it 2019, 2018, 2019, I guess it was. And uh, at the time, you know, uh, Donald Trump was really rocking and rolling the earth. I mean, he was isolating China uh, and, and, and renegotiating or outright canceling various tariff deals we had with China, which in which, according to him, and I agree, we were being ripped off. He did a lot to contain China. Again, he was going to all the nations that surround China that they have the, these other deals, trade deals with, oppressive trade deals, and he was getting these countries to consider pulling out. So China was really had a had a dark road ahead of him, thanks to Donald Trump. And uh, you know, he's uh, as we we talked about on Where in Rima, he was encouraged, incentivizing actually by rolling back a lot of regs. 
arbitrary regs on industry and business. He was encouraging a lot of uh, companies to bring their operations uh, back stateside. We were energy independent. Uh, but specifically, the, the anti-China, D- Trump had never held back talking smack about China and how they're the real threat. He's been ta- he'd been talking about the threat of China, the impending threat of China, for over 25 years. And he's putting China to the screws, man, as far as international deals. And boom, shakalaka, all of a sudden, what, a, a pandemic out of Wuhan, China. Um, with apparently help from the NIH on our end via Anthony Fauci, who we this is not we now know we are being is being confirmed because I said and I think a lot of you said at the very at the time, hey wow this was intentional. This had I mean the timing, and they put people on planes. Uh, the Chinese put people they knew were infected on airplanes. And so my thought was, well, this is how you take down Donald Trump. This is how you you don't take him down, maybe, but you make him ineffective because now he's got to deal full-time with the pandemic. It crashed the economy. The economy was soaring under Donald Trump. So I think there was intentionality. But what we now know, based upon (coughs) these various confirmations from the NIH, from the Energy Department, hell, even from the FBI, now to a certain extent from John Kirby, uh, is that, yes, the pand- the COVID virus came from the Wuhan lab. Uh, the only thing I'm not hearing is what I believe. It was intentional, but it's now being confirmed that's where it originated. And you and I, to a certain extent, funded the research into gain-of-function, which created the COVID virus. Now, if those two bits of information are all that you have, it came out of Wuhan, out of this lab, and we paid for it, how do you react to that? <laughs> you know, uh, in other words, uh, because you, you have to, you know, let's let's not maintain a short memory here. All the media outlets and all the major politicians on the left were saying, "Hey, you don't say it came out of Wuhan, China. That's that's racist. You just a stupid white boy who hates Chinese people." Donald Trump's a racist because he shut down travel from China after he shut down travel from Great Britain. Uh, Every time uh, uh, Donald Trump even mentioned it uh, or called it uh, the Chinese virus, he was, man, the the, the outrage. Oh, he's such a racist. He just hates Chinese people. He hates Asian Americans. And now uh, we find out, well, it came from China. Do you think we're going to hear any apologies? Apologies to Donald Trump or apologies to anybody else who was saying, voicing the opinion that, I think it came from China. Hell, John Stewart. <laughs> John, you need to apologize to freaking John Stewart. Uh, Anthony Fauci, in my opinion, should be arrested on crimes against humanity. I think he should be arrested for that because I think he's guilty of crimes against humanity. Because he did this. Obama actually d- did not support gain of function. Fauci was an Obama guy, uh, but Fauci uh, knew that he couldn't just outright allocate or, or request money for this kind of research because it's really freaking dangerous. And so what's he do? He takes money. That was supposed to go to this other organization. I'm trying to think of the uh, eco something, this other group. And that money that was funneled, the grant money that went to that group, then went to the Wuhan lab. For what? Gain of function. Rand Paul's been on this since day one like a junkyard dog. It just, when you start listening to the, the confirmations by government agencies of what at the time were opinions that largely were considered, at least in, 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 the, in the popular culture and in the political culture, to be racist by their very nature and to question the government and to, to ask, you know, bring up this stuff about American tax dollars going to gain a function. You are a horrible freaking human being and you are probably killing people. 
by not socially distancing, by not wearing your mask, by creating distrust in the government. Wow. How does that make you feel? Uh, Kent, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Morning, Sean. Hey. Let me start off with I ain't jabbed and I ain't going to get jabbed. And and this whole COVID deal was no accident. It was concocted by the Communist Democrat Party of America and the Communist Chinese government. Number one, because Trump was kicking China's ass. And who makes a better president for China than the bought and paid for Joe Biden? Yeah. And, I, I, and, I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> I do. And, and you're... You know, if if Trump would have got reelected, he was going to burn the house down domestically because he didn't have to worry about getting reelected. So that would have caught the Clintons up, the Bidens up, right, and, and probably a lot of Republicans also. So so he was he was fighting a pretty tough battle for us. Yeah, and they wanted him out, and they couldn't. They knew that they couldn't do it straight up. They had to do it a different way. They basically created a pandemic, so that would occupy all his time. And then they used the pandemic. This is all my opinion. They used the pandemic to cheat that election because you had a lot of a lot of uh, 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 voting laws that were either ignored or changed uh, at the state level uh, without the vote of the people. Uh, and it was all done under this idea that well, we're in a crisis. We got a pandemic. It's not safe. So exactly. it was a win-win for the Chinese and for the Democrats. Yes, few few and, people and had to die, but beyond that, you know. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter to communists. I right. mean, look at how many people are in Hillary's suicide ring. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll end up there. All right, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you, Kent. Uh, I'll take one more quick one. Here's Virginia. How you doing, Virginia? Hello. Hey. Uh, yeah, as far as... Uh... The disease coming to the states and also to the North Star Mall where they had to close it all down and clean up everything because somebody was sent over here in an airplane from China or somewhere. Well, I think Fauci should pay America for signing off the Luan uh, in China, the lab uh, people that had him sign off on the uh, test and experiments because he didn't check the contract right. He just signed it, and he didn't verify anything with the with China. So I think Fauci uh, should owe America money. I think That's Fauci owes us the rest of his freaking life. I appreciate the call, Virginia. I think you ought to be arrested. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. I was cruising the Fox News website to see, you know, if there's anything interesting to talk about. Because I, I got COVID stuff, you know, I got race stuff, uh, I got a little bit of tranny stuff, but I, I've already hit all that stuff. And so now I'm just kind of, you know, it's it's funny how even Fox News, you know, the, all these websites, these news sites, I go to about half a dozen a day. I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. Yes. There, I just sneezed. James, did I get any on you? I'm sorry. Here's a Kleenex. Um, I, you know, I'm, yeah, these news, they all just got the clickbait, man, you know. I'm looking at Fox News right right now. They, if you ever notice, there's always one hot chick story on foxnews.com. Huh? I don't know if Morgan's listening now. There's always one hot chick story. Like today, on uh, just to get you to click on it. And on Fox News, like, you know, there's like a uh, Salma Hayek story, you know, or latest selfie or whatever, or there's a Sofia Vergara story. Today it's Brooke Burke. It's Brooke Burke's moment in the sun. Brooke Burke says biohacking is the key to her amazing physique at 51. And she wants you to freaking click on it and look at pictures of her. But they got to freaking click. It's called the bottom of the barrel stories, and you get down to the you get all the past the, all the important news stories on Fox News, and then you uh, come up on goat born with one eye and shocking occurrence. It's like the sideshow. It's like the freak show. 
websites, all news sites, you know, they have they, they get all the big stories out and all the medium stories. And then at some point they start offering up the elephant man. You know what I mean? It's really. And hot looking chicks. Let's see. On this day in history, February 28, 1983, the MASH finale draws a record TV audience of over 100 million. Do you remember that? I remember that. I remember when MASH went off the air. It was an hour and a half episode. It was called Fair. What was it? Farewell. It had a really interesting title. Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. And I remember watching that. It was such a huge deal. I don't know. Tom, Tom, you remember when MASH went off the air? What a big deal that was. I remember it. And the show hadn't been very good for a couple of seasons. Right. But I didn't think the final seasons were very good. It had been on for so long. I mean, for for guys like, for people like, you know, our age. There um, was never not a MASH. It was always on TV. And it was new. Yeah. And, And MASH. Even in those days, was in reruns constantly. Like right. every UHF channel in the universe had, yeah. you know, their ran their mash hour at some point. Every day at four for us. And I thought it got stupid when uh, Mike Farrell let his hair grow out, had the big bushy mustache, like it's yeah. 1974. Right. Like that's going to be Loretta Swit was go- full on 80s with the feathered hair. Yeah. Klinger was barely wearing a dress anymore. <laughs> the only the only way he even knew he was weird is he had the pearl earrings. Yeah. And the show just needed to go. And it did, and it was a long, sad episode. That was a rough It was rough a rough episode, episode with the chicken on the bus. Oh, Ooh. No. And that was one of those episodes. It didn't let up until the end. No, it didn't. You know, you just wondered what was gonna happen. Yeah. Because if you remember, this is a show that, you know, back in his prime. They would take some big risks with their with their lead characters. Well, they did, like when they killed off uh, Henry, Henry Blake, Henry know, Blake, and and Trapper very, John, left, Trapper you know? John. Uh, when Henry left, that was really tough because they killed him, and you didn't yeah. know until the very last moment of the episode that right. his helicopter had been shot down. They didn't even tell the they didn't tell the crew. They didn't. They, they didn't tell the, the cast. Only, the only people that knew was, was Berghoff. When he went in to deliver the line. That's right. The rest of the crew didn't, the rest of the, the uh, actors didn't know. And apparently he was really close to McLean Stevenson, and right. so it was really, you know. Yeah. But you, you look at what an event that was when that show went off the air. Um, now, television, there's so many. I was talking to my wife the other day. We're kind of looking at, you know, the, we, we got rid of, a, dumped a bunch of channels we never freaking watch. Mm-hmm. And picked up a lot more, many more of these streaming services, a couple more of those. Yeah. And there's so many freaking TV shows now that I can't, there's not, it's not possible to watch them all. Mm-hmm. And some of these shows, I don't know how they do seasons now, but I'll wow. see like uh, like uh, America's Got Talent or something, and it's like, it's their 20th season. I'm like, that freaking show's been on the air for 20 freaking years? No, they're doing two. They're doing half yeah, seasons, couple, aren't they? They do a couple of seasons every, every Yeah. Year. Right. That's how they get so high on those numbers. Yeah. Things were better when I was young, and when a shaver, when a television show went off the air, it was a big deal. Well, you nice. were let out of school early, and you know everybody <laughs> would get around the TV set, which was in a big wooden thing, and you'd watch it together as a family unit. Yeah. Now everybody's watching their own damn series. This one's watching The Last of Us. This one's watching. Uh, uh, some other crap. This one's watching that uh, that uh, uh, Matadorian or whatever his name is. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes. I'm just kidding. Well, but I've I mean, never, the, the, you know, there's so many freaking series. I just have no desire to watch any of them. Well, you know, the only series I ever watch with a, with a season finale every year is the NFL. <laughs> Once <laughs> well, the Super Bowl's done, I pretty much live TV is pretty much over the, for me. This is how bored I got the other day. I was watching college baseball. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. No, and I was watching actually in college baseball and I started watching pregame st- or preseason stuff. I was watching the Rangers the other day at like two o'clock in the afternoon. More people probably watch that than the SAG Awards. Nobody watched you. the SAG Awards. Yeah. Nobody. They were streaming online, is that right? The SAG Awards this was was that what they were doing? I, there was I missed streaming the whole thing. on YouTube. I, I didn't even know it was it was airing. Yeah. Well you know I why they call it the SAG Awards. Have you seen Helen Mirren lately? Oh, no. No. Come on. Oh, man. Rima. Gravity do take a hold, don't it, baby? I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you're not, though. No, I'm not. Yeah. At all.
You know, Don, I needed you when I was talking about the computer lips, and you oh, were there was, for me. I was having a meeting with I know with you were with the news director. Yeah. We had important that news to, stuff. Important things to talk about. Would you ever French kiss a computer if you had the chance? I can't say I would. Okay, just checking in. Two one zero, and I'm French, but I would. Every time I kiss, I kiss yeah. the French kiss. I, I, I have. There are, there's no other option. Is the press secretary French kiss? I'm just wondering, because she's got a French sounding name. Right, maybe. She's a black lesbian. Would that violate my celibacy if I was kissing someone through the internet on silicon lips? No, I think you're still good. Okay. <laughs> then I'm in. I'm in. Celibacy. <laughs> That's his concern. He wants to make What are you, a Taoist monk? What are you? <laughs> you live in a bamboo dome? What are you? You ring gongs? You celibacy. Oh, All right. Two ones here. <laughs> What was He's your, the what smartest was your guy in the room. I'm not going to make fun of him what, for that. What was what? your decision on the uh, on the computer lips? What would you do? I don't know, man. Yeah. I once considered dropping three thousand dollars on one of them dolls in between marriages, oh but my I didn't. God. No, you did not. I, I thought. Well, I also, I told. I also had a Russian bride catalog. I mean, it was. I was single. I could do whatever. That's pretty desperate measures, though. Thought about going out to Nevada. You know, maybe you could just like leave the house every now and then, stop <laughs> well, yeah. watching TV, and go didn't, meet people. Didn't work out that way. Okay. okay. My bachelorhood was like the Alamo. It was overrun by Mexicans. Yeah. You should do, um, you do take the Jimmy route. Jimmy's got that cute little puppy. And his celibacy, right? He's this man, and money and freedom. All right, let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Anywhere, Anywhere anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Man, Harrison Ford is old, dude. Oh, my, my God. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this uh, at length, but I just I keep seeing Harrison Ford. Harry Ford keeps popping up on my, on my news feed, on my Facebook news feed, because he's got the new Indiana Jones Jones movie uh, that, he's, that he's got coming out. He's, he's in this new Yellowstone series, spinoff series, 1923. Uh, and uh, with Helen Murren, actually, who we, I and I forgot, actually starred with, played his wife uh, in uh, a movie called Mosquito Coast, which came out a hundred years ago, and nobody saw. And he's eighty, man. I just keep seeing these interviews of Harry Ford popping up, and the dude, he, he's like one of the, he's reached that old guy stage where like he looks like an old guy, you know, like Clint Clint Eastwood's there, right. Harry Ford's there. He looks like an old guy. Gone is kind of that swagger that he all always had, and he yeah. he dotters a little. He dotters. Well, you know the cool thing about that is he's an old guy, not but he's not trying to come up as a young I, guy. I think it's great. You know, I think so too. I can't stand it when these young when these old dudes play. You know, try to play somebody who's thirty years younger than they are. Yeah. I so think you would like him. his. I think you'd like his TV series. Have you seen it? Is it I, good? I've watched a couple episodes See, in 1923. I, I think you'd like it. I, I like it better than Yellowstone. I don't know what to do because we. I, I'm interested in, is it Yellowstone, the, the Costner movie? Yes. Or show TV? Right, that's, that's really the, popular. That's the first one. And then there's two spinoffs that are right. prequels. Yes. And the one that Harry Ford's in is 1923. The other one is 1880. Oh, that one's before the Harry Ford. Right. So should I watch them in chronological I, I would, order? Yeah, I would go that way. I think maybe I'll do that. You should probably do that. Because start I think watching they're the eighteen something. Eight, 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 I'm looking it up. 1883. It's like eight episodes. Wow. According to this here, eight ten episodes. Eight, and then you have the Harry Ford one with Helen Mirren. Right. And then you can pick it up with Kevin Costner. Yeah. I don't know. I'm watching a lot of Hallmark Channel right now. Like they're they're <laughs> the Hallmark Channel oddly is trying to edge up some of their programming, and so they're doing more stories that are not like the typical Hallmark framework you know like they got one now that we're watching that's a time travel thing actually maybe i'm just watching way too much freaking hallmark maybe that's the problem right there could be what's happened to me mix things up um so anyway yeah good for harry ford you know yeah. i like getting older but, I, mean, I think I, it's actually kind of cool i do think you would enjoy it it's you know i'll it's, try it's, kinda, it it's a western you know, you know i like western has that kind of feel to it same with 1883 i think the, i watched all of 1883 and it was good i, I liked it wow. i mean it was a little bleak but you know I mean, no, hey, i'll the, love it hey t- yeah right right up your alley <laughs> but the, you know the dialogue was very poetic and whatnot so i you know i couldn't help but think and of course you know it's these big vast scenes right of, 
Um, and this takes place in the 1800s. Right. And there's some, you know, it's, uh, some of it was in Texas and they made their way north. So, wow. Yeah, I think well, it, you know, if you're really being honest when you are portraying life in the 1860s or the 1870s. Right. It was not Little House on the Prairie by no. any stretch of the imagination. And people didn't speak in sort of these weird clip sentences. Yeah. Sort of that cowboy speak that came out of Hollywood. Yeah. People actually in that era spoke in freaking complete sentences. They didn't know a contraction was something you did when you're producing a child, right? You yeah. didn't. You, 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 they spoke, and I think probably one of the best movies that displayed that was the new version of True Grit, mm-hmm. uh, which came out a hundred years ago now. At this point, where you know they really people spoke like that. They spoke in complete. They spoke in a very formalized way, even if you only had a couple of years of school, you know, and you grew up on the farm or you grew up in the, out in the middle of nowhere. Right. They read the Bible, and and so people just had a very. By today's standards, if you heard a 13-year-old from the 1860s talking to you who maybe had three years of schooling, he would sound like a college professor compared to most people today. Okay? Right. So you're saying they kind of tried to capture that. It sounds like they tried to capture that. Yeah, you know, the hardships of it all. Right. You know, I mean, it's going from Texas to to Montana. I think they were trying to go to Oregon. um, Wow. And, you know, the hardships that they face. I really liked it. I'll check it out. It was great. I think you would would enjoy it, too, because it seemed to me it it wasn't like a Hallmark movie where it's like everybody's happy and has coffee at the end. No, man, someone's going to die. (laughs) <laughs> right, a real slow every, and painful well, death. The, the thing is, every Hallmark movie ends with somebody hooking up. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. I mean, there was some of that going on, but it wasn't every episode. Yeah, some people got yeah. shot, so it's a little different. Yeah, oh, a I'm, lot I'm, of people got I'm, shot. I'm kind of so. used to the other kind of programming right now, where they just everybody hooks up. No, every take, time we put on a Hallmark movie, I look at my wife and I said, "I said they're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they're going to do it." After the movie's over. Yeah, they're going to get down to business real quick. Well, I'll but, check it out. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see Harry. Enjoy. I like the fact that Harry Ford is playing old. Yeah, and, and the Harrison Ford, the, uh, if I have to if, you know, to pick, um, I, the, the first, the prequels, I think, are better than actual Yellowstone itself. Wow. I'll yeah, check it out. Yeah, I think you would enjoy it. I'll check it out. All right. Speaking of old guys, uh, Joe Biden, who uh, <laughs> apparently is not as in control of himself as Harrison Ford is. He's actually younger than Harrison Ford. Ooh, Joe Biden? Yeah. I thought Joe Biden was 80. Harrison Ford's 80. Is, is like 81, is he not? Harrison Ford, I think, is 80. Well, now i got to look it up, Mr. Man. Jeez, um, I'm sorry. I have to look See it up what you did, Mr. Man. Whatever. Joe Biden. Don't blame me. Age. He's 80. But, and by Biden's the way, 80. You know, I'm not, I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> Imagine Harrison Ford dropping the same line. Look, Sala, I may be old. But I'm not. St- I may be a white guy, but I'm not stupid. Harrison Indy. Ford is actually. What are you talking about, Indy? Harrison Ford, a few months older than the president. Indiana Jones and the and the bedpan from <laughs> from hell. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the late afternoon back massage. <laughs> Indiana Jones and tapioca Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but 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 Harrison Ford <laughs> is like. And the search for the lost dentures. <laughs> The search for my lost readers. <laughs> Marion, they were right here. <laughs> Indy, they're on your forehead. Anyway, um, <laughs> Biden's out there talking about being a stupid white man. And everybody had a black. We got to play the Kamala. We played the Kamala audio. Let's play that when we get back. Let me, let me take a break and we'll play the Kamala audio when we get back. Because she's, man, what a doofus. The news that's hot. Extraordinarily hot situation right now. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, let's talk to Tony real quick and then we'll uh, we'll play some fascinating audio from the president and the vice president. Tony, how you doing? Pretty good. One word about uh, Harrison Ford. Well, actually two. Uh, Ellie McBeal, he's married to her. Yeah, yeah you know what? And she, to her credit, because they had some kids, she retired from acting uh, and has been retired to raise the kids while he goes off and be Harry Ford. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Have a good day. All right, thank you, man. Yeah, they, and they've been married for, for a Hollywood couple. They've been married a, a while. 
So at a Black History Month thing yesterday, the president and the vice president were in attendance. We got Biden first. Oh, you got Kamala? Let's do Kamala. Okay, so Kamala. We got two from her. Oh, we got two. So remember, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Kamala is black. And uh, so she's, you know, she's at, how do you screw this up? She's at, she's at a Black History Month thing. I mean, how do you screw that up? She's black. How do you, you don't have to accent anything, Kamala. So, so, You're already black. Oh, so this is what she says. I, I think he's going to get in. <laughs> Oh, you make us so proud. You make- well, yeah, yeah, I, I think he's going to get in, baby. Was she channeling Will- Willona from Good Times there? Buffalo butt. And what you look at that buffalo butt? He's going to get in there. <laughs> and then she started laughter. What else do you got from her? To check if you qualify for the ACP, look at your neighbor. <laughs> oh, God. To check. If you qualify, go to getinternet.gov. To check if you qualify, go to internet.gov. Go go to pawnhub.com. Did she get a little ethnic there? She got a little ethnic there, didn't she? She's a Democrat. She got to change it. She got to get it. She got to get, you know, be real black at the Black History Month thing. Yeah. I, she is, and I don't care what her skin color is. This would be true if she were a white Swedish chick, okay? Kamala Harris is, without a doubt, one of the most annoying human beings, I think, on the planet. If I was married to Kamala Harris, I would shove butter knives in my ears. I would sacrifice my ability to hear sound. Do you understand that my wife is, even as we speak, looking for hearing aids for me because my, my hearing is so crappy? My wife is going to find fancy schmancy hearing aids that I can wear that our insurance company will cover so I can hear every beautiful word she has to say to me in high def, okay? In my head! But if I was married to Kamala Harris... I would shove butter knives in my ears so I could never hear again. Maybe that's why her husband was kissing Jill Biden. Maybe he's maybe he's just trying to sabotage the whole damn thing. You know, he just wants out. So it's like <laughs> I'm on lip lock with the president's wife. See if that'll do it. Comes home drunk like eight times a week, you know. It's all belligerent. He's trying. You know. We'll light a candle for as him. As an Ashley as an Ashley Madison account. Wow. Gets gets, gets like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he's, he's, It seems like if you were married to that, wouldn't you want that to be over as quickly as possible? <laughs> oh, hi, honey. I'm home. I'm sorry. I was just having sex with somebody else out in the car. I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. You know, I mean, because if I was with her, I would want to be out of that relationship immediately. That laugh alone. And I, I it doesn't she and I what, what we hear about Kamala Harris is that she's extremely high maintenance. Her staff hates her guts. Oh, Half wow. her staff has resigned oh, really? over the past two years that worked for her. Remember that when they all started checking out? They can't take it. So imagine behind the scenes, she's got that wicked-ass laugh. And I'm not saying wicked in a fun way. And she's bossy and horrible. Wouldn't that be terrible? Wouldn't that be like the ninth ring of hell? You, you know? And Venn diagrams everywhere. Vent. I love that. Did you get my vent dialogue this morning? I emailed you. You're fired. If I sent you a vent diagram, you better open it quickly or I'll fire your ass. And you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> you know, I'm going to kill you with an ice pick. I mean, she just, oh, but just, you know, to be her old man and to be have to listen to that laugh all the time. Remember when she spent like a month of taxpayer time, you know, like like getting making sure her drapes were correct, you know, and the and wherever the hell she lives as vice president. First dude just kissing on anybody he can kiss on. As long as it's not her. Sure, Jill, I don't care. I know how you Bidens are. Give me a big old lip lock. You Bidens don't care who you kiss. So anyway, that's my deep analysis of another news cycle in the United States of America. 
But what do I know? I, I'm I'm just a stupid white boy, man. I'm just a stupid jive ass cracker. That's all I am. That's the stand that's the metric our president has put forward, man. <laughs> if you're white, you're probably pretty stupid. And that's why he made the distinction during Black History Month, uh, a commemoration of Black History Month, that yes, in fact, he is white, but he's not stupid like all the other white people. What's funny about that is he is stupid. He is a stupid white man. In fact, Joe Biden is the epitome of stupid white man, okay? If you look up in your Funkin' Wagnall, the definition of a stupid white man, you'll see Joe. He's a Caucasian. He's ignorant. Joe Biden actually is everything a good liberal should despise. With that, I'm out of here. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan. And my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. By the way, you know, I'm not smart. I I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. (laughs) 